Hello and welcome to the 11th episode of the Don't Lose Your Head podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Niklas, and this is my co-host... Morton! Hello! And I know that last time, I, I, I can never keep the numbers in my head, which episode <laughs> we're doing, because last time I said an 11th episode, so I had to, like, carefully edit it out. So I didn't make a fool out of myself for, like, the, the third time. Welcome to episode 10. <laughs> this is episode 11. So like the 11th Legion, maybe it will disappear. <gasps> now I cursed it. I jinxed it. <laughs> Let's hope I'm, it won't disappear in the, the, the warp of the internet. No, and I'm back in Sweden again. Fuck you, Norway. I'm back home. <laughs> Did you bring their oil? Yeah, I just stole some oil. I, you know, I took one of these hosts and I uh, put it in one of the cars and then I sucked it in my mouth, you know. I just but stole some, some oil. Drive, <laughs> drive there with butter, come home with yeah, oil. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> we're, we're not bitter that we gave Norway away 100 years ago. And it's like, oh. For those who don't know like, what I'm talking about with butter, Norway had the most hilarious crisis a few years ago. Where they ran out of butter, <laughs> and like Swedes were illegally importing butter, like filling their cars and driving across the border. A lot of people got stopped by like, like the border police. Like, are you illegally carrying butter in your trunk? No. So no way. <laughs> You're like, no, and you just see it like melting down the trousers <laughs> or something. <laughs> I'm just gonna eat a whole lot of bread in Norway. <laughs> Yeah, but it's uh, yeah. This is just for my own use. <laughs> it was was it something like they couldn't they messed up and they couldn't import it because it's I don't know I can't remember. Yeah, it was something weird. I think it has something to do with that they're not part of the European Union or something. Mm. There was some, something weird, but it was That's super weird. hilarious. Like reading the news, like Norway's run out of butter. <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> but they have they have crazy stuff. They have like. Uh, Brunost, like brown oh, cheese. I hate shit. that thing. I uh, me too. It's bah, bah. Why? <laughs> why would you? It's like <laughs> someone put like concentrated farts into butter. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I think it's, it's like, made of. Is it some goat thing or? Yeah, I don't know. It's like uh, butter, but brown and a bit harder. Yeah, it's like, uh, who wants to? It's not supposed to be brown. Why is it brown? <laughs> It's like, no, no. It's a weird consistency. Like, they have it like cheese also. And if you take a bite, it's, it's just stick, <laughs> sticks everywhere in your mouth, like all your teeth. And you're like, nyeh, nyeh. <laughs> what have yeah. I done? Crazy Norwegians. Crazy yeah. people beyond the mountains. Yeah, we like them though. Like, when it... <laughs> they talk funny. That's what we like. <laughs> yeah, de da, de da. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, that's enough of bashing Norway. <laughs> yeah, for no yeah. We're gonna get killed. They're in NATO and we're not fucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so all right. what, what do you have in store for us today, Nicholas? Today, we're gonna start off with what we've been doing, as usual. Yep. It was a good start. And then we're gonna talk a bit about Inferno, now that the dust has settled a bit. <laughs> or has it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, we're going to talk about uh, named characters mm -hmm. uh, in 30k. The segment for today. 
yeah, like the main the main thing about the day, and then we're gonna talk about some events and the event that I'm running here in lovely Chavda. The event of the year. Chavda, of course, as as it is known as the motto of Sweden's new meeting place. Oh, it's uh, kind of in, in the middle of. Uh, it's not in the middle of Sweden, but it's, uh, in the middle of inhabited Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I like those slogans. Every every little city tries to have something to like. Isn't it, I think Jönköping has the middle of Sweden as a slogan, doesn't it? Or I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know what Gothenburg has. I love love Jönköping, like the the closest city to Stockholm. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, and there's also this. This now we're like spinning up immediately, but there's uh, the city uh, uh, close to where I where I'm from, Sefter, and yeah. like this is a really small city, but they have like a mental institution, <laughs> and their slogan was like, "I'm crazy about Sefter." <laughs> <laughs> not really politically correct. But <laughs> it's not really like. America, like a city that never sleeps, or city of <laughs> angels, like <laughs> the very convenient city. Yes, <laughs> the the most logom city. Yeah, yeah. Get logom. Get real. Get logom. Make sure make logom again. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> All right. So, um, what have you been doing? Hmm. Morton has tried out his airbrush again. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's time for another Morton's airbrush adventures. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it, I I think I've used my airbrush like three four times now. So I'm getting a bit confident. Like I'm not, uh, you know, you... I still apply the the sacred oils and chants <laughs> when I turn uh, it on. Since you've been using it so few times, like how yeah. can you not keep track of? If it's been three or four times, <laughs> well, you know, it's, there's some like was key. one time like premature ejaculation, and then I, I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> I think it's four times. Yeah, when I think about it. It must be four times. Uh, you know, it's well, it, you use the, the the cleaning fluid, and you, there's some pretty heavy fumes in this little room. And I know all the bottles they like use in a uh, well ventilated area. Oh well, I guess I'll open yeah. the window in the other end of the room and hope I don't die. Yeah, you just, oh. one one morning you woke up with the airbrush in your hand and like cleaning yeah. fluid all over the floor. And like, what the hell did I do last night? <laughs> did I stop? No, I never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm getting I'm getting more and more confident. You know, I feel. Uh, uh, yeah, I feel confident using it. Uh, the cleaning process, it's like, you know, I feel like I'm in the army, like, oh, just sub my gun into <laughs> molecule parts, and I clean every part and I put it back together, and then it doesn't work, so I have to put it apart again. And, uh. But, um, uh, so... Do it, do it with, like, a blindfold, your wife yelling oh, at you. Yeah, assemble! Disassemble! Yeah, yeah. Assemble! <laughs> That's just, a, like, a normal Friday night here <laughs> at our house. <laughs> Uh, no, but um, uh, so far, like I've uh, tried doing some highlights first with some, with some um, gray on a black undercoat, and then uh, I've also used uh, the normal Games Workshop color, Xerxes purple or whatever, like I, the, the one I used to base coat my uh, Emperor's Children. Uh, and what I feel like is 
it takes a lot of time to you know to set up the airbrush and also the cleaning. I mean, th- there's a lot of preparation time. But then yeah. when you when you just like prime them and, and it, it goes so quick. I mean, I can base coat a big like a squad very quickly, and um, uh, that that's like the bo- most boring part. When I have you know I assemble things, which is fun, and then uh, then you have to wait for good weather, you know, so you can go out and prime it. And that's yeah. also like a block. But then like, just to get started, like, oh, shit, I just have to, you know, a couple of, <laughs> couple of layers of this paint. And it's so boring. And now I, I can do it quite fast. So that, I, I think that's the, the big benefit I, I found. Yeah, and you also have a lot more control than just like priming it in the color. So yeah. like if you, then if you would buy like a, a purple spray, then like the entire model will be the same, exact same tone uh, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, and also yeah, I've tried because I, I I tried Army Painter has a as a, a purple spray, and then I also bought some uh, I think Vallejo uh, color for airbrush. But I mean they're not the same color as the rest of my army, so so ah, it just you know doesn't look so good. I want I want to have a uniform. Uh, so I mean I'm I'm still not using the potential of an airbrush that I could you know I should use another lighter purple and you know highlight and make it cool. But uh, no, I, I, I'm using it more like, a, like yeah, to save time. Uh, yeah. And I did, I did uh, three plasma, plasma guys the other day. Yeah, yeah, I saw the picture. But, but you, said, like, you, you said that you highlighted your models. Uh, didn't you uh, like, appreciate them as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I used some, uh, some gray uh, to do like a semi-tall highlight and stuff. Uh, so but then when when I did my the purple, it it kind of like just covered it, and I couldn't really see the difference. <laughs> uh, so I felt like, ah, why did I spend all that time on uh, on that? You know. Yeah. Um, but um, maybe maybe you need a lighter color or something. Yeah, I think I, also I I should have a lighter purple. Wood, but um, you you will most probably get taught this at the MK course. Yeah, yeah, I can't I can't learn everything before. <laughs> I have to save something. I wonder, did I send you a picture of the of the uh, the plasma squad? I'm sending it again. When, yeah, when yeah. I did when I did the plasma also. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that was fun. So I tried uh, like some object source lighting on the on the weapons, uh, and that that went really well. I think. Uh, yeah, it looked really good. I, yeah, I mean that's a pr- uh, airbrush is perfect for that. I, I've tried it with dry brushing, and it's really difficult to get any cool yeah. effect. I I got a little a bit too much blue, so it's like. The blue is kind of on, on the white shoulder pad, but I think it looks cool. It looks like it's really glowing. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but 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 what I found with the with the game's workshop paint, so I'm using the purple, which is not an air, uh, yeah, it's not an airbrush color. Uh, and I thinned it down, and then I thinned it down some more, and it's it's still too thick. <laughs> you need to <laughs> need to learn to find a good consistency, uh, and I mix it every time, you know, so it, it just. Doesn't really. I need to with the water or a thinner. No, I bought a, a thinner uh, from right. Alejo, I think, or something. So, so that the thinner is really good. It's just that compared to the like, I bought Games Workshop uh, Air colors also, uh, mm. and they're pretty thin. But I, I thin them also, um, but just a bit. But but this purple one, it, I mean, it needs a lot. So last time when I did it, um, uh, after a while, it just you know the color just stopped coming. I was like, what the hell? So I, it was just big pieces of color that had you know created lumps in the in the airflow mm. uh, so suddenly the color is coming like very you know in in waves like uh, so i had to stop so i wouldn't uh, destroy the models but 
so next time I will try to thin it even more. But but I mean I think I think it is possible to use any color as long as you just thin it. I think. Yeah. Matthew Kane isn't here, and so he can't say otherwise. So <laughs> I'm gonna keep doing what I can, what I'm doing, and then my airbrush will be worthless by the time I go to FK. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, so three plasma support guys are done. I have another another three of them primed now, and I also primed some other shit that I had left over, some terminators, uh, and I have Phoenix terminators that I want to start on, but they're yeah. All they're right. They're on their way, yeah. So uh, that's what I, I've been doing. So what are you planning with your plasma guys? I don't know. I always kind of... Yeah, it's just good to have. And now that uh, there's a lot of two-wound Terminators coming out, <laughs> Thousand Suns and shit, uh, you need to get some plasma. <laughs> no, but I had them for a long time. Um, and I used... Uh, I wanted them to look a bit different. So I, I got the... The heads are from the Ultramarines set. It's uh, oh, yeah, yeah. whatever they're called, not the Invictarii, there's something else. I don't know. There are some cool looking helmets. Uh, I have the ones that have a, a crest. I use those for my breachers. And these are the ones that look kind of, I don't know. They're kind of like the Thousand Suns helmets, but yeah. without the little uh, pointy end at the front. But uh, I just makes them look a bit different. And I, I like it. Yeah, they look good. Uh, so we'll see. How about you, Nicholas? What have you been up to? Except uh, getting rid of your Nurgle cold. <laughs> um, I like. I still don't have any 30k to do. Like I was supposed to go to Gothenburg and uh, get some immortals from yeah. Chris from Rangan Heresy, but uh, or like we we're supposed to meet up at, in Gothenburg at some point. We mm -hmm. haven't done it yet. So, I'm still waiting for them to paint them. So, I'm just sitting here. So, so you, have, and, uh, you have nothing to paint. You have everything. You're, yeah, you're a closer. You yeah, yeah, I'm a total closer. Like, I, I got like 3,500 points, but <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get those uh, medicine immortals. So, I'll be just continuing painting Lord of the Rings goblins. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. You told me last week. Uh, do you have any any store in Hövde that sells Games Workshop products? Actually, yes. Like there's oh. a like a computer store that just started stocking up. Okay, nice. So you can there's go there and buy some Age of Shitmar stuff and play paint that. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> totally gonna do that. Uh, but there's the store in uh, Lead Shopping. It's, uh, okay. Quite close that has a lot of stuff. So yeah, usually go there to buy my stuff. But have you got some games in? Maybe some Lord of the Rings? Yes, I don't know if I uh, mentioned this uh, last week or last episode. Uh, did I? Like, when I was... Uh, I went to Stockholm two weekends ago. Yeah. And on my way home, I stopped by in Vesteros, where Jens lives from the Northern Heresy. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I, I think you mentioned it, but I don't think you told us anything about how it went. We just talked about the tanks or something. Oh, yeah. So, so tell us, what, how many points? What did, what did you bring? What did he bring? Uh, we played 1,500 points. Okay. So I can't remember, like, I, no, I just listened to their latest episode today, and they, like, Jens talked about it. So yeah. I can't really remember if I talked about it with you, or if I just heard from him. <laughs> I'm going to tell you anyway. So, like, yeah. I guess borrow his uh, Dark Angels. 
Oh, okay, uh, nice. So uh, he had a Land Raider for me to use, so I felt a bit comfortable, and they were black marines. Yeah. Oh, armor. So si- Pretty similar. <laughs> uh, so we basically had like a, the main focus of the army was land raider with veterans with power swords <laughs> super cool unit um, and then like two rhinos tactiles and a dreadnought and a plasma support squad I think uh, nice yeah so that was the army and he was running his uh, night lord's recon company and basically he deployed like a large Assault Marine squad in front, then he had three squads of scouts spread out, some bikes, and uh, lightning. Damn. Some bikes? Uh, yeah, three bikes. Oh, so, that's something you don't see very much. So we deployed and the, uh, the diagonal kind of deployment. Mm-hmm. And like we both deployed in the front line, and he had first turn, but I seized. <gasps> So I drove up with my Land Raider, six inches, disembarked, six inches, and there were this five inches to charge this large assault marine squad. And I rolled a four. Ah, damn it. And they don't have anything, any re-rolls or anything? No. So they were standing out in the open with their dicks in their hands. Uh-oh. And they got charged. The next turn, as well, he charged like one of my rhinos with his bikes. Uh, but the assault, I still managed to kill a lot of his guys. Mm-hmm. So he wiped my squad with my H- HQ and stuff. And, but he only had three models left out of his like 13 model squad. What did he attack you with? Was it like a terror squad or something? Assault Marine and a Centurion and an Apothecary. Okay. So he, yeah, so like he had his uh, HQ and apothecary and like two or three assault things left. So even with the feel no pain, he lost a lot of dudes. Yeah. Damn. Uh, and then he pressed the advance with assault rings. Uh, he broke off with his uh, centurion, trying multi bomb my land raider. He failed. My land raider backed up and shot a last cannon to the face. Mm. So. It killed his HQ. Damn. <laughs> and in the meantime, my dreadnought, uh, like, killed everything. Just everything. Like, first the three bikes, then a scout squad, then another scout squad. And he just kept running and killed the scout squad with, like, sniper rifles. Yeah? What, uh, what, weapons, what weapons did it have? Uh, carries and a close combat weapon. Oh, yeah, that's a powerful combination. <laughs> yeah, so he's just bashing his entire army. Which is crazy. Like, they're, like, Dreadnoughts are really good in low points. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. And they can be really good or really crappy. Like, either they die instantly, or they just smash everything in their way. <laughs> but the, did he use just normal scout marines, or what did he use? Yeah. Did, did they have uh, four-up cover uh, armor, or? Yeah. Oh, against uh, carries that must have hurt a lot. Yeah, but he was standing in terrain with like all of them. Oh, okay, yeah. But, but yeah, but um, still four up. How how did that work? Did he run a right of war with the scout company or? Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's called a recon company. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's a, not something you don't see very much, I think. Yeah, did it's, it's, it's some cool benefits. Oh, nice. Uh, 
because they have this rule that like they get plus one to cover the first turn. Mm -hmm. And then he's also a Night Horse player, so he gets like plus one from them as well. And then like the knife fighting, they have camel cloaks. But you know, like I think they have like two up first turn, oh, even if yeah. they're in the open or something. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's a cool army. Yeah, but Feel, feels like scout marines aren't that good though. I mean, can you can you make them good somehow? Uh, yeah, like and it was pretty low points as well. So my my tacticals had a like a fair chance to just kill most of his army. Yeah. I mean, what what would you use uh, scouts for? Uh, like, put them in a building with sniper rifles? Could they? I mean, they could couldn't kill that many anyway, right? Yeah, and you need to be lucky with sniper rifles. But they can have uh, like all of the scouts can have multiple bombs, and they can oh, well, have that's good. Yeah, close combat weapons, and so, shotguns, and bolters. So yeah. they're cheaper than regular wings, I guess. Yeah, can you take ten of them in the squad? Or yeah, okay, and they can infiltrate. I mean, I, I love the idea of having having them, but I think they're difficult to play with. Uh, but maybe maybe just a couple of small squads with like five, and they have melter bombs, and so they're like they can't really deal with marines. But you can have them infiltrate them, and then the enemy always has to have an eye on them. Or maybe you can sneak up and just blow a tank every now and then. I mean, that could work. Something yeah, like um, but, I think he uh, Jens was talking about uh, getting like the recon marines from Forceful, the the ones in power armor. Oh yeah, use, use them as sergeants with artificer armor because they, they can still have artificer armor and oh. still have like move the cover and infiltrate and stuff. Oh, that would look hot, <laughs> really hot. <laughs> did you did you cough or something? <laughs> but I I muted, so you don't have to hear <laughs> the last of my nerdy cough. <laughs> it was really abrupt, just like. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh, okay. So so it sounds like it's going your way. The game. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like uh, he won the assault narrowly, and then his lightning came on and destroyed the land raider, of course. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> and but then, like I shot it with my plasma support squad, yeah, uh, and I managed to hit like one shot or something and stun it. <laughs> so you can really do a lot next turn, and then it had to fly past some other guys, and then it bombs some guys on an objective. But uh, like the next turn, I wiped him. Like, Damn! Because uh, like the 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 contemptor just smashed like three squads, yeah. and then like my regular marines and the plasma support squad shot the last of his assault marines, and then a terror squad that was coming at them as well. Oh. And so the only thing he had left was the lightning, but it had to fly off the table. So it was yeah, yeah. Okay. Time to concede. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Well, that's so. so. Did you like the the Dark Angels? Do you think as a legion, would you like to? Yeah, but uh, it's like the thing about their veterans with yeah. swords is that like Dark Angels have this rule that if they're carrying swords hmm. and fighting someone else in close combat, then they get like weapon skill five. Oh yeah. Uh, and. The veterans, like their close combat ability, the thing you get to choose before each game. Yeah. Uh, weapon masters give them weapon skill five. Okay. So they don't really get anything. But but it, is it like they get plus weapon skill? Isn't it that they just get plus one to hit or something? So like instead of four plus to hit, you get a three plus to hit. 
No, I mean, it, I think it works it's, the same I think way. Weapon skill five. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Then you want to take something else? Like, can you give them furious charge or something? From uh, no, they can have sniper, uh, monster hunters, weapon cool. masters, or machine killers, or That's stubborn. Ah, oh, stubborn. Stubborn might actually be good yeah. if you're planning to lose close combat. <laughs> <laughs> they used to have fearless, I think, but maybe they took that away. Yeah, they did it. And also that they don't have any special uh, models yet, but I guess I guess next book, Angelus will give them something. Yeah. yeah. And also, do, do you notice like um, in 40k that Cypher is coming back and everything? And yeah. yeah I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't really like the Gilliman model. There's something a bit <laughs> off, but still, I, has, I, I he has all like the, the he has all the curves in all the wrong places. Yeah, there's something like his thighs are so thin or something, and it's no. I don't know the proportions are. He looks like the like the chaos uh, dreadnought or uh, yeah, called, uh, demon be. I can't remember what they call. I, I just no? straight up ah. don't like him. He no, there's something. Look, but the, he doesn't look any grimdark. No. Uh, he has too many curves on all the armor also. Everything is like super pimped. Yeah. But uh, the sword is really cool. The Emperor's sword with the flames. Yeah. I think, I think that's this. And the thing, like, I don't really like the Gulliman model from Sergei either. What? But he, he kind of represents Gulliman that he has to stick up his ass. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. I I guess it would be nice to have him in a more of a combat pose in a way, in a way. But uh, I think he looks very regal and cool. Yeah, that means a really detailed and nice looking model. But it looks like, like Caesar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, maybe he should have had a cape. Yeah. Like, swooshing <laughs> by his feet and like a. Uh, one of those olive things on his head. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> well, you don't have to play Ultra Smurfs. So <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> I want to play them, but... <laughs> uh, but that's, yeah, that's cool. So you got a game in. That's, yeah. that's always nice. Did, uh, when you listen to uh, Jens tell his version, was it different? Like, ah, you know, uh, he totally cheated and uh, <laughs> kind of... Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, he can't, I mean, he made both lists, so he can't be really mean about that. <laughs> exactly. Or but sad about it. I think he was a bit over, uh, underwhelmed with his Recon company, but yeah. I don't know. He's, he, like, he just needs to play <laughs> the stuff like a few a few times. Like You can't expect to to know exactly how everything works the first time you use it, yeah. even if you like math-hammered everything in your head. Like, oh, these snipers are going to shoot at that thing, and they're going to hit this much. They're going to yeah. kill that many Marines, and I will win the game. You'd never know what's yeah. going to happen. So use like, use them like three games, and he'll know them all of it. Yeah. He'll have reached like, the, 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 a higher understanding. Yeah, but that's good. So he can practice. So he's going to Avaria, which is coming up soon, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I was in my natural habitat, so to say, with land raiders. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool, land raider. I know how to use this. <laughs> Boom. 
blew but, blew up your centurion. <laughs> and like I did the exact same thing that uh, I always do with land raiders. Those kind of land raiders. Yeah. I move up. I like disembarked for this like perfect assault that I cannot possibly fail. And then I fail. <laughs> and then I use, use it to snipe characters. <laughs> you need to add like an inch to your assault ramp or something. So you have like this uh, handi handicap ramp, you know, going down. Like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Rolling into combat. <laughs> oh, yeah, I should have like a, an arc, arc Magos. Yeah. The wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, oh. enough of making fun of handicapped people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're making fun of <laughs> land raiders. They're going to have, like, cyber legs in 30k. Yeah, anyway. for sure. They're going to be better. The flesh is, is weak. <laughs> the flesh is weak. <laughs> All right, so that's, yeah, pretty much what I've been doing. Just yeah. painting goblins again and playing yams. And yeah. yeah, just daydreaming of heresy. Yeah. Looking forward to defense. You played him like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and dreaming of events. Like, uh, neither of, of us are going to Avarii, right? No. No. Sadly so, not. but soon your event is coming up, which is, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um, All right. So, uh, other things that is, that's been happening in the, the world of, uh, of heresy. I don't know. The last, last episode. Like, yeah, there was a lot of inferno. Um, yeah. So, other than that, like now the like when we did that, like stuff was still coming in, like yeah, from the from the internet. Yeah. Like we got like a picture like right before we started recording, we got a picture of Magnus. Oh yeah, I still haven't seen any full body picture of him, right? No. Um. But so, uh, yeah, so we like, we were pretty excited and couldn't contain ourselves. No. Like, okay, this, this cool stuff just came out, this cool thing. But I think, I think we missed one of the Space Wolf units when we talked about the different ones, like the, the Death Sworn or whatever they're called. I completely uh, forgot. Was, was that a jump pack squad? Uh, jump yeah, pack? maybe the ones that are like, no, I don't think they have jump packs, but they're like destroyers. Oh, uh, right. So they're... Uh, you know, cast out and uh, or something. But, I don't know. Basically, cool. what came out for each like, faction now that we have it like, concise. Thousand Sons, not very uh, surprisingly, they get to be psychers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not all of them, not tactical squads and not tactical support squads and not mm -hmm. like heavy support squads, not the regular dudes, but mm -hmm. like the more senior guys. Yeah. I think that's a good balance. Like, I mean, you that, can like oh. that's pretty much what we were expecting of them. Yeah, and I mean, maybe someone is like, no, every one of them should be a psyker. But I mean, slough-wise, you could make it up. Like, even a tactical squad is like, oh, these are the new guys. They are psychers, but you know, they're still learning, so they're not they're not allowed to use their powers in the field, or you know, things like that. You can always argue that. Uh, yeah. Or add a librarian to the squad, and then they're basically behaving like a psyker anyway. So, um. and uh, yeah, about psychic powers, like yeah. in all of my time, 
uh, playing uh, games, worship games, uh, from the start when I was playing fantasy, I have always hated psychic powers. <laughs> like it's always been this this extra part of the, the game that I was like always like I don't even even want to learn this thing. Like uh-huh. I have no interest in magic because magic is sucks. It's more fantasy in a way. Like it's not so grim dark, I guess. Yeah, but it's always felt like this is a random thing yeah. just happened and it fucked you over. Like yeah. you can't really do anything about it. About it, it's just all right. I'm gonna roll these dice. Like, okay, what what do you do? So if I roll good, you're gonna have to pick off your unit from the table. <laughs> but if yeah. I roll low, nothing happens. Like, okay, so better hope. They roll low, and like most of the time, there nothing really happens from psychic powers. Yeah, but, or or they fuck themselves. Yeah, <laughs> but sometimes <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, I rolled really good and I won instantly mm-hmm. because I in- killed your entire army. Like, okay, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you can't do much about it. Like, and I have I have no idea about psychic powers in since since fifth edition. And fifth edition, like each. Um, each codex had their own psychic powers that were like determined. Yeah. The, I think you got to buy the psychic powers that you were using. Mm-hmm. So if you were playing Space Marines, you got like two psychic powers. If you paid for Master Level Two, so you get like Infinity Gates, you get like the Deep Strike Round, and like Lightning. So it wasn't that awful. And like, oh, I always hated facing the Eldar because they were like, "Yeah, I'm gonna roll a leadership on leadership ten with a reroll, and if I yeah. succeed." I have a four plus cover save on any unit I want. Like, oh, <laughs> fuck. So you're fucking fast and can deny every objective on the field, and you're also unkillable. Yeah. On like a like silly role that you really don't even have to make. And now it's, it has its own face, which is you know good in a way. But when one of the sides have psychers and the other doesn't, it's like it's a bit. Takes them away from the game in a way. I think it's like, oh, I guess I'll just sit here and wait while you roll your dice now. And yeah, like I it's, mean, they, it's become like how it was in fantasy. Yeah, yeah. They try to make it like a like a separate mini game. Like, oh, I, okay, I, I will try to deny you and I will save these dice. But usually, you know, it's very unbalanced. Like, oh, well, I have like three dice and you have ten, and I need to roll sixes, and it's like, oh, it's it's tricky. And but, like, uh, when I played fantasy, I also played dwarves. Yeah, only faction that didn't have uh, it's like like magic and like their <laughs> special thing was that they got extra dispel dice, so no one else got magic as well. Oh, that's nice. Fuck you and your magic. Yeah, maybe there should be something like that though. Some extra deny the witch, or or we just need to get some silent sisters. <laughs> yeah, like that. That's the thing that people are dreading that everyone will be running is like sisters of silence, just because that like that offshot chance of. Actually facing thousand suns and then you yeah. have like one extra die. Oh, yeah, it's not that much, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this leads us into the the real talk about Inferno, and uh, there's a lot of people on the internet that are getting crazy and like predicting the doom now that these two, <laughs> or I guess three new super. I don't know if like the talents of the emperor are that hyped yet, but. Uh, like, I don't know. Are... like they have a good character. That's pretty much what I've seen. But like yeah. I think it, it, the Nornhairs he talked about in their last episode that like one unit of five guys with swords and shields are like fight 
500 points. Oh, shit. And, like, they have two up saves and two wounds each. So that's, like, yeah. 10 Terminators. Yeah. But, uh, like, from what I've seen, they don't have a, an Assault Transport, right? No, I don't think so, no. So, uh, like, all right, 10 Terminators walking up the field, and, like, you never heard anyone complain about that. No. I actually haven't looked at the uh, rules, like, the updated rules for the custodians and stuff. Like, can they now take some heavy weapons? Can they take melter bombs, or are they just fucked? Yeah, I think they can like take a... melter bombs. Oh, okay, so they're, they're not fucked against the Dreadnought, at least. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I don't think they will be that dangerous. I mean, they, they add a lot of flavor, I think, because you should only have a few of them, and they should be super freaking badass. But, I mean, yeah, they... Uh... Yeah, so Thousand Suns have, like, psychers everywhere, yeah. of course, and uh, Sekhmet Terminators, which are psychic Terminators, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, they have, like, they're making rotor cannons cool again, which is fucking amazing. Oh, so they can take rotor cannons? No, I don't think they can take it, but, like, Thousand Suns in general, because they can make them better, right? Oh, they can give them shred, I guess, with their fast yeah. face. So they can actually like, use them. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they have the, the sniper squad, and that thing as well, like, no one uses sniper squads, so mm -hmm. that's awesome, because snipers are cool. With, like, uh, magic that makes them auto-hit, and, like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're cool. I want to see them. I want to see, I hope they get models. That would be nice. Yeah. Uh, and what more units did they get? Uh, the blade guys, two. Oh yeah, it's also awesome. Yeah, yeah, I like so, it. I like it. Yeah, thousand zones are fucking cool. Uh, I don't know. Like, I I could argue like, okay, Sekmet sec Terminators. Do they need two wounds? Nah, I don't really think so. But I mean, good for them if they got two wounds. It's always cool to have that. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, like, he wouldn't have want to be force world if they gave them one wound and people will lose their shit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, come on, me and Morton play one wound terminators. We're yeah. bitching about it. That's what uh well no kind of bitching. No no, <laughs> no but uh yeah that's what uh, the, uh, you know we want the real challenge so we don't need terminators. <laughs> yeah oh. we don't play this game easy mode like you guys. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need psychers. Like I guess well are there any fluff about Iron Hand psychers? I think they don't like them that much. Like it's a it's a mutation. Yeah, is what it is, and uh, mutations within the flesh. It's not really got to be rooted out. Yeah, exactly. Ferris Manus probably takes them like you fucking mutant, and then just beats them to death. Yeah, it's isn't cold it? Iron Hands. Like, would it be kind of the same with Emperor Shuler? Like, yeah, not perfect. No, it specifically says in the books, like, no, they they have a they have a flaw, so they're not. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, though, uh, Fulgrim is one of the ones who support Magnus at IKEA, so that's like I don't know why, but he does that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want it in my legion, but I mean, I like your red hair, so I guess I'll support you. <laughs> uh, maybe I don't really like Sucky Powers, but he does have fabulous red hair. Yeah, <laughs> I love your hair. I, I bet I bet Magnus was like. Do you know I got this fabulous hair? Magic. <gasps> need to teach me some. I need to get whiter hair, you know. <laughs> Fulgrim grows and... Oh, imagine the two of them, like, and they're alone and like, Oh, can I braid your hair, Magnus? <laughs> yeah, sure, Fulgrim. I love it when you play with my hair. Oh, <laughs> Best friends.
Amazing. So uh, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, so, uh, yeah, sorry. Then, the, like the space wolves. Uh, also, like what I expected, pretty much. Mm-hmm. They got like super aggressive rules. That they like get in assault. They're also like close quarter shooty guys, like the the lunals. It's like yeah. a combination of lunals and uh, war leaders. Yeah, which is really cool. So they can like shoot and assault. Which is like, I don't run and assault because like a howling fucking charge. Yeah. <laughs> screaming and running at you. Or you just fucking shoot bolters from the hip. Then like, you just drop your bolter and draw your axe. That's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing about like Space Wolves, um, like they got really good basic units. Like the, the gray, mm-hmm. what's it called? The gray slayers? Uh, yeah, gray hunters or gray slayers. Yeah, so like they can take a lot of equipment. Like all of them can take power weapons for five points each. Yeah, which is really good. Uh, and the thing about this is that they actually get a unit, like a troop unit, that you actually want to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, that's true. Because like whoever I talk to, everyone is like, and including me, says. Tactics just fucking suck to play with. Yeah. They're yeah. so so boring. They they never do anything. I never want to use them. They're just there. They're just, ah, just so fucking it's boring. Like, Everyone brings a squad, and, then... and and if I get like troops that I can actually use for something useful, <laughs> then it's fucking hooray. Yeah. Like the only ones who actually like using their tactical squads are world leaders because yeah. they can actually do something. <laughs> you can give them free chain access for free and like a billion attacks. Like, war leader uh, tactical squads can kill like everything. Yeah. But, uh, no, maybe, yeah, so maybe they should update the normal tactical squad so you can give it something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, if they stay still, they get plus one ballistic skill. Would that be cool? I wish you could take Volcat Charger or something. Yeah, but then they're like the support squad has its own idea, right? Like t- they they take the special weapons. Yeah, but I mean, Volcat Charger is kind of a. It was meant to be like a. A standard weapon, yeah. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. And if you pay like five points for like <laughs> a support squad, yeah. I don't, I don't see that it's totally unreasonable to take support squads with Volcat Chargers as compulsory troops. Yeah. So then you're paying like 50 points more. You're paying yeah. like what, what it cost, but you don't have to pay that fucking tactical squad tax. And if you want your tactical squads to be scoring units, then you can pay 50 points less. You stand and stand around something, hmm. don't do anything. No, like it's a bit, yeah. That. I mean, that would make armies more variable if like you, oh, someone wants to have super expensive, but like super cool with Volkite squads. Yeah. For, for troops and only that I mean that would work really. yeah and you could be more awesome. aggressive with them as well yeah you could actually like there's there's not there's not even a point of disembarking Tycoon Marines to shoot at something within 12 inches <laughs> like or oh, look they have three Terminators standing right right in front of me like my my rhino with uh, <laughs> tactiles I'm gonna disembark and stand like right in their face and shoot them at them and then you shoot, and like maybe you kill one of them. Yeah. Maybe. And the next turn, they slaughter you in close combat. 
It's like, yeah. No, it's uh, no, it's a bit sad. <laughs> yeah, and even like fear of the legion. Like, if you stand point blank and shoot each other, like nothing's gonna happen. Mm. It's very rare. I I agree. So I don't really like tactical squads. So that like I'm I'm excited that Space Wolves actually got a unit to use. Yeah, wasn't it something also that they have to take them because if they can take tacticals and other things, but yeah. they are support squads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's cool. And uh, yeah. it also makes people taking something else than uh, called the, the right of war, Pride of the Legion. Yeah, yeah. Because people take Pride of the Legion because tactical squads just fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why not take uh, veteran squads? They're like, not that more expensive, and just way better. Mm-hmm. So, you, can, you, can take, you can take one Breacher and one Assault Squad as, as compulsory. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of makes it makes it fun. Uh, uh, I'm gonna run. Uh, I'm gonna run Company of Bitter Iron. Been talking yeah. about. So I'm gonna use like one squad of Medusa Immortals, but they're gonna be like over 300 points. So I'm not gonna <laughs> run two of them. I'm just gonna run one of them with Volkat Chargers and use them a bit more aggressively, and then one unit of idiotic uh, tacticals just to <laughs> hold objectives. Yeah, uh, that sounds cool. <laughs> So it's pretty awesome. What else did the Space Wolves get? Uh, their Terminators, two wound Terminators, of course. Yeah. Uh, that had like frost axes. <laughs> frost. Beware of over frost. I think it gives uh, all the frost weapons are like power weapons, but they are plus one strength or something. Oh, cool. So it's like a, fr- a frost axe is strength six, then, I guess. And then uh, they can all take. Heavy weapons, like Reaper out of cannons. Yeah, I love that. That's su- that's such a cool touch, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I, I don't think it will be that effective, and it will be super expensive, but I would look so sweet just yeah. standing there like, oh, yeah! Daka, 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 and apparently it's a bit of a throwback to their like their old rules uh-huh. that like every Space Wolf Terminator could take a heavy weapon. Oh, yeah. I think like all of them could take assault cannons or cycle missile launch or something. <laughs> so that's a nice little retro nod. Yeah. No, I think I think they hit the nail. The, yeah, the nail on the head with the space wolves. Yeah. Both legions actually there. Um, um, but still, people on the internet too to come back to that, like people on the internet have been freaking out and like ah, oh, all psycher army. How's that going to work? It's going to be so overpowered. People will just you know spawn. Uh, uh, just take Sekpek Terminators, run Pride of the Legion, you know, uh, dick lists everywhere. <laughs> and we have, we, yeah. have to, we have to address this, right? <laughs> this is the way the internet has always been. It's only game. Why do you have to be mad?
Welcome back. Uh, so now we're reached the part of our show where we will talk about named characters. So what does that mean? It's not Primarchs and it's not just Praetors or normal independent characters, but like unique named characters. Yeah, so mostly like named Praetors, Praetors that have done things in the fluff and yeah. now you can play them. Now you can yeah. be them. So they introduced both like the super famous guys that we all love and know, like Abaddon and Karn and Eidolon and stuff like that. But also some new guys are always introduced in each book that we didn't know. We didn't know that we needed them. <laughs> kind of. Exactly. Uh, so do you want to talk just in general? What, what do you think about named characters? Yeah, so I just want to talk about uh, like named characters in general in yeah. throughout Games Workshop's history as well. Okay. That that uh, like name characters have always been around in, yeah. in fantasy and 40k. Mm -hmm. And the thing is that like early on, name characters were a bit like taboo in a way that, mm -hmm. that you couldn't really bring them to most games. Yeah. Like most tournaments had like no name characters. Because they were too good or? Yeah. <laughs> or like some of them were too good. So, uh, <laughs> like uh, that, uh, the the high elf magician guy, it was really good. Yeah, can I remember his name? Yeah, I don't know, but like, but of course that's magic, so <laughs> super. But I mean, I like it. most usually uh, name characters have just been like characters plus. So it's been like the the best choice you can have, but a bit better. Yeah. So, and. Sometimes with like a special buff ability, yeah. And like the the been kind of taboo that you couldn't really bring them, and then like they became more and more common. I think in like fantasy and mostly 40k, and in fifth edition when I played the most, that was like just open floods on special characters. Like everyone played special characters, and people were pro proxying special characters. Oh. like yeah, this is a special character, but. He's actually, or like, this is my model, but he uses the rule of this guy. Yeah. Especially like Space Marines, because uh, all of the Space Marines, pretty much except Space Wolves, Dark Angels, and Blood Angels, were in this one book. Hmm. So you could just pick like whatever. Yeah. So were like, there were no restrictions. This is actually a Salamanders guy, but I'm bringing him anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, independent characters, or not independent, named characters, are like, most often, just, like, really good, uh, HQs. Yeah. So, what they've always been, pretty much. Um, so, there's a lot of named characters in 30k, and in 30k, it's also, uh, widely accepted to use named characters. Yeah, like no one will think twice about it. Like if you're bringing <laughs> whatever name character, like Savitar, I have yeah. never heard anyone say like, "What are you bringing name characters?" <laughs> kind of a dick move, you know. <laughs> uh, so what I wanted to talk about is just how name characters kind of how, how they're used and 
how they how they make armies. Kind of. Yeah, because that was like a thing as well in back in fifth edition forty k that like if you brought certain special named characters, then that would like drastically alter the way you build your list pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like if you brought the salamander special character, then you gained the salamander special rule for the entire army, like twinling multi guns and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you brought the Imperial Fist one, you got Stubborn and stuff like that. So, just how different characters influence the army and how they're used. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think, as you said, like, we've seen a lot of them. And I think uh, some, some more than others. I mean, some seem to be like an auto-include for some armies. Um, yeah. And I mean, I've uh, personally, I've I've uh, played with Eidolon a lot. I think I've had him as my warlord for every tournament I went to last year, actually. Uh, mostly, I mean, because I didn't really have many options. I I, I have a lot of painted characters, but I have, don't really have any anyone I, I like that much, or you know, with with a good combination of stuff. Uh, but then that that turned out that I kind of. Uh, used him so much that I got a bit tired of it, and I now I want to make my own character because, you know, Harold, Harold, yeah, Harold, or uh, I, I need just a predator also, like a normal predator yeah. that I can make my own story for. Uh, I have ideas for conversions <laughs> there, um, but um, yeah, because and I think I already talked about that, but I think in general. It's nice in a way because otherwise you have kind of a limited set of HQs to choose from. If you don't take a named character, most people will bring a Praetor or a Delegatus. Uh, and Praetors, everyone will bring the same, you know, they yeah. all have Paragon, Paragon Blade, Blade and Iron Halo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and I mean, that's boring because that everyone has the same guy, uh, even though they make up their own story. And, uh, Centurions, Centurions, I think, are cool because there are so many options there, but people don't bring so many different options. So, I mean, I hope in the future we'll see more. Uh, and and then, uh, then, of course, named characters is a good alternative. But I, I also think that gets a bit silly. You know, oh, everyone, you know, everyone uh, brings uh, Altic more or something. Like, well, can every Iron Hand player have this? You're, especially at tournaments when you're you're being in a system or something, and then you know, every, oh, I fought three Eidolons today because everyone has Eidolon or everyone has yeah. Sigmund. Or, uh, it kind of takes yeah, away a bit of the fluff, I think. Good example was like, like I, I, I don't think I've seen like a single Night Lord's army without Conrad Curse. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Primarchs are even more, I mean, because you feel like uh, they will only be, you know, where the fighting is the thickest and very rare to see them on the battlefield, maybe. Uh, yeah. But, um, so, I, I don't know, like, for events, maybe you need to have some restriction. You could have, like, if there's four uh, Iron uh, Iron Warrior players, maybe you can make a deal, like, well, yeah, only one can take Perturabo, or only one can take Erasmus Golg, or... Yeah, yeah, that's a really good system. I think they, they yeah. used that at uh, Avoria. Yeah, I think so that's like, a good idea. You have to report with your list, like, what named characters you're taking, and no one else can take them. Yeah. But then, if you choose a named character, that makes it fun, because then your entire army might change because of the things that they allow, right? Yeah. So, so it induced, yeah, yeah. Different name characters uh, radically 
radical radically change your army yeah how you build it. anything so. that uh, uh you know um, supports uh, a higher degree of variation i think is awesome to see yeah. like themed armies um so for example if you're bringing the uh, abaddon can take gestarian as troops right i'm not sure actually or is it only horus yeah, I think it might only be Horus, because I, I looked at him before, and I didn't find anything about that. Mm. Um, I thought... Mm. But you could take him and use part of the Legion, and yeah. then would take just Aaron, I guess. But, but Malakhurst can take veteran squads as troops. Uh, yeah. So he changes like how you build your... Like, if you're taking that... And, like, I don't really see anyone taking him like for any other reason than to do that thing mm -hmm. like it's a really good buff for the army yeah no i agree if you're taking malachers you get better attacks that's true yeah um and talking about uh out of them was it's called more the no wait who the the raving guy uh alvarex moun uh, yeah moun like he's also like a a support character that helps your army, but it's not a like super good character in itself. So you, I think you can deep strike within twenty four inches or something from it. Yeah. Um, and a guy that came in the latest. Oh no, it's not the latest book anymore. It's book six. Yeah. The next latest book, uh, the Iron Hands character Shadrach Medicine, uh -huh. has this cool rule that he can use rights of wars. From Salamanders and Ravenger. Ooh, yeah, that's cool. So that also affects how you build your army. Like yeah. You so you can take decapitation strike with iron hands. Yeah. Shit, that's cool. You can make all kind kinds of crazy combos. Yeah. <laughs> um. But then there's like more just beat stick characters. So yeah. You know, like Sigismund. Yeah. And Abaddon is really. Karn. Yeah, the yes. thing about Karn, like, I heard, like, not a lot of good things about Karn. He's not it's, so good in close combat that he should be, kind of, or? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, I thought about it, it Kale was, like, the first Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, cool, Karn, he must be super brutal. He's like, no, not really. He's like, traitor. <laughs> he dies all the time. Yeah. But the thing as well with the name characters is that, like, they're painting targets on their backs. Yeah, like, that's true. Everyone wants shit. to kill. Is is that Karn? I shoot it with, with my last cannon, and then <laughs> he dies. Yeah, or Eidolon. Whenever I bring him, everyone hates him from the books. Like you, you when you played him, you just <laughs> I have to kill Eidolon because he's such a dick. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I can lose this game, but I'm gonna kill Eidolon. <laughs> Next time, I'm gonna hide him somewhere. Like my goal will be to save him. Yeah, uh, it's a good. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Diversion carnifex. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but uh, like, uh, it's funny because like, uh, remember uh, with Karn in the in the books, uh, and they have the fighting pits, and Karn is fighting with Argyll Tal, uh, and they they kind of they they're not really the best. They kind of get their ass kicked a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so they so maybe he isn't really that good. <laughs> I want to see Argyll Tal. I want to get him. Give him special rules. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, and also, like the thing about named characters that kind of 
always thought about them is that like especially when they're like really cool in the fluff mm-hmm. uh, and then like people like and a lot of the horror series novels are like they're not cool because they're good at fighting there's amazing characters because what they do like off off the battlefield yeah that makes me really like them yeah and then you see like this this character did you really love just run up and die on a battlefield you're like this is not supposed to happen no it takes uh, some of them have like more marked by the dark fates and things like oh if you're playing the campaign and they die yeah you can re-roll what happens to them and it, uh, and that's like, like one of the things and it's like uh, primars are just like named characters but times a hundred yeah just like bigger in every way and like awful creations but like when they're on the battlefield and they get like killed by mass bolter fire you know like, yeah what the shit Listen, but they die they die all the time also i mean that's yeah it kind of like devalues like my opinion of them yeah. it kind of ruins like the picture i have from the books where they're like they can't be defeated by like they're, regular weapons they're and so then, op and now they're getting killed by like heavy bolters yeah it's a bit but then again i mean like they're wounded and then they are removed from place so they don't actually maybe they don't die maybe they just yeah so but i mean if you're, if you're surrounding them. this primark but like killing them in close combat yeah like what is he supposed to like sneak away from beneath their feet <laughs> while they're standing above you yeah uh, it's a bit tricky <laughs> they they can just dig underground <laughs> i i would like to see you know maybe for especially for a cool event like maybe no one brings a named character um and then you you play with your own hqs and you know blah 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 and then when you're playing you have this chance of like legendary hero ap- appears you know yeah yeah and, wouldn't exactly. that be you know like in for Star Wars Battlefront or something when suddenly yeah, someone yeah. just turns into Darth Vader and it's like and, and instantly everyone says holy fuck holy fuck is here <laughs> and I mean I think that that effect would also happen in a tournament if you were like uh, okay this guy you have now reached this many points because you've taken objectives and whatever you know and like okay so suddenly uh, Shadrach Medison joins your team it's like what oh that's so cool and like uh okay so he he stays with this army now for the rest of the time until he's you know removed from play or something uh i don't know i i, I would love to see that yeah know? i think uh, uh tim and the Iron horse guys did that from for one of their tournaments where they had like yeah. uh horus on one side and some loyalist from another i think yeah. and then they just like put him on at a table that like they think needed it oh yeah that's cool so like yeah glorious really like intervention it. kind of yeah or you have a limit of and, and that also makes it nice in the in a event thing like a narrative thing that mm-hmm. like if he dies he can actually die and yeah. he's like outside of the regular list so you don't have to like build your list around it yeah it just, uh, just makes more flavor and less like this is my death star you can even balance it so that, as you said, like if someone has lost four games in a row or something, you know, it's not going well. Maybe they didn't bring the best list, you know, but they're 
and, and that's pretty hard, you know it's it gets a bit boring when you lose a lot but then you know oh this well this is the weak link I, you know but the primark would be like i have to support this place and then, you know then that that guy gets the primark to play with or something yeah just like a like an ad to the army that would be really cool <laughs> but uh, so playing iron hands uh you have some of the most used uh special characters right uh yeah i think so would you like to talk about them or are they included like in your top three uh i can talk about them yeah so the first one is is a uh, casterman orth yeah at least the tank commander guy I've seen a lot i used him i used him for scandus mm-hmm. uh, i mean didn't really make that much of an impact but uh, it's a bit fun so his story is that he's a tank commander at Istvan and he was a really good tank commander yeah. and then his like vehicle got blown up and then he escaped and then after the shame of Istvan he like got rid of his clan marking and he's went around to different iron hands bands around this one and just like draw tanks pretty much oh. to avenge on the traders. <laughs> so what he does is that he's a, like an 80 point kind of centurion level guy yeah. that can sit in tanks. Like you, you start with him in a tank and he gives the tank both his skill 5 and tank hunter. Hmm. And uh, if he's your warlord, he also has the uh, warlord trait of uh, giving plus one on the result on the vehicle damage table when you ram something. Oh. So that's pretty nice. That's like, if you're nice. ramming with a land raider, you kind of get like an automatic last cannon hit. Oh. That's a nice touch. I like it. Yeah. So I, I, fa- I faced him in two armies. I think I faced him both me and uh, Emil down in uh, Varii and uh, yeah. has brought him as well. Possibly no, I don't think Jonathan Beck brought him, hmm. but uh, but yeah, I've I've seen him a lot. He's very popular to be used. It's like almost an auto include, right? Yeah, I mean he's a really cheap character that you can put in a tank, and of course you want tanks. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. Uh, I kind of don't want to use him just because of that. Like Is he, he too would... good? Do you think? No, it's not that he's too good, but it's just. I don't know. I just, <laughs> like you might have noticed me ranting about main characters and primers that I don't really like playing with main characters. No, not every game. Like you can. That's also an idea for an event. Like everyone brings a two thousand five hundred point list or something. You play the event, and then at the last game or something, you everyone gets to add like a special character or something. You know, or like one game you can add them or I don't know. Yeah, uh, I've seen like several events now running, like the rule of no named characters as well. Okay, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what people think of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, and next uh, characters is uh, uh, I'll take more, mm-hmm. and he's like a real beast. He's got like strength, toughness five. Like three wounds. Uh, I don't know if he's like a four up or a three up 
I think he has a four up in most yeah. save. But some people argue that you can take a servo uh, cyber familiar with him. Because it know. says like that every character can take a cyber familiar, but <laughs> like characters He's a special character. Oh, yeah. yeah, like it doesn't say anything about it, but like characters have like never been able to be upgraded in any way. Pretty no, much. they're usually what you see is what you get, kind of. Yeah. So like I I think you should play it that use use what he what his profile is giving us. Yeah. Just don't buy more stuff for him. Yeah. Just, like that's the way he's been balanced. And three up in row save on that guy is can be really brutal. Yeah. And the thing about him is that he can give a unit an infantry unit preferred enemy infantry. So he can either buff up like a shooting unit, like a Volkite unit, or he can like make a real Death Star out of them. Yeah. Put him on a Spartan with some Terminators, and you can shop stuff up. Does he need to join that unit, or he can just give it? No, I think I don't think so. We can just say that this unit has this rule. Oh. Uh, but I think it can be really good if you're playing Combat of Bitter Iron, yeah. where you get hatred and preferred enemy. Mm. So, yeah, it's a beat stick for Ironhead. Yeah. And then uh, the third character is Shattered Medicine, which I've been... But is he, is he still in Iron Hands or is he now a Black Shields only? Uh, Shadow. Yeah. No, he's a. He's in, I think he's in Iron Hands. Oh fuck! He's, he's not master. Black Shields. He's a Shattered Legion. Yeah, he's a, like the master of the Shattered Legions. Yeah. So I guess you can bring him in just an Iron Hand list anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And his special rule, as I said earlier, that he can take rights of war from Salamanders and Raven Guard. Mm. But like I don't know yeah, how this works out. Like if you can take it in Ironhands army, and then if you take like the Salamanders right of war, yeah, that lets you take the the Salamanders special units as troops. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, well, I guess if the right says that. Ah, oh, that's tricky. I don't know. Yeah, it should should be some explanation Weird. somewhere. Yeah, but taking uh, decapitation strike. Predators lets you take draw pods without taking all the draw pods. Mm. So I don't think that should be a problem. Or maybe you have to play him with a Shattered Legion. I don't know. But he's I don't an know. dude. Yeah. Pretty much a Praetor with some fancy stuff. Yeah. I have some Emperor's Children dudes as well. Do tell. Yeah. Of course, uh, first of all, we have Eidolon. Mr. Eidolon, Mr. Arrogance himself. Flying in with yeah. his initiative a billion Thunderhammer. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm actually, at the moment, I'm reading uh, Path to Heaven. Oh, nice. Uh, with the uh, White Scars. White Scars. Uh, it's <laughs> not an Scars. It's like, uh, <laughs> Princess Kinney. <laughs> it's not, it's not a, uh, an audiobook. Thank, thank heavens. <laughs> With the uh, Jimmy, wait, <laughs> get damn it, PC, shut up, PC. It's not that that audio book again, uh, <laughs> but uh, but it's good uh, because it has Lord Commander Idolon, the Soul Severed. He's in it, and he's like, yeah, yeah, kind of half dead, yeah, limping about, <laughs> sad about life. I don't know. Uh, oh, speaking of, I just have to mention this. Uh, did you see a rumor? Like in 
the uh, the latest 40k book, you know, with I guess after Fall of Cadia, mm-hmm. the, the fracture of Biltan or whatever, mm-hmm. the Eldar shit, I guess. There is a small little side story which speaks about Emperor's children that visit some kind of uh, imperial guard world or something, and they're slaughtering millions. And they have titans that you use uh, sound waves to just Holy shit. shatter things. And at the very bottom, it says, uh, uh, like, undisclosed information about uh, serpent-like, and then uh, redacted something, serpent-bodied, blah, 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 slaughtering lots of guardsmen or something. Uh, these, uh, you know, these, this information has not been confirmed. There are Stop. rumors that Fulgrim is going to die. <gasps> what? Is, yeah. is Gilliman going to kill him? Uh, n- I, I don't know if it's... Yeah, yeah, I think it's Gilliman. What him. the fuck? Grandma's, <laughs> grandma's boy? <laughs> uh, that's why we don't play 40k. Uh, no, I mean, because that sounds a lot like uh, Fulgrim, because he's like the... Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, hi, what do you call it? N- Naga, Naga kind of <laughs> yeah. demon primark now. So, I mean, it, it, it's an obvious hint to him, so that makes me wonder, is he ca- going to come out soon? Is he going to be the next demon Primark that 40k releases? And then, is Gilliman going to get revenge and kill Fulgrim? Because Fulgrim <laughs> put him in the stasis field. I don't know. Would it be sad? I would make me sad if he kills Fulgrim. <laughs> end times, end times. Uh, well, anyway, so Eidolon. Eidolon is cool, because Eidolon has uh, a few buffs. They're not that good. He has a Warlord trait. Units within 12 inches add plus one to their charge distance, which would have been good for you. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, oh, uh, is the the herald the chaos banners that doesn't that also give plus one? Uh, yeah, I think so. So you could wow. plus and two. Yeah, and that's not a warlord trait, so you could just stack that. That's pretty powerful cool. shit. Yeah. Um. So, but Idol is more of this. Yeah, as, as you said, a beat stick, like a, a co- close combat dude. Uh, he he doesn't buff his legion so much, but uh, he's a badass because he has a thunder hammer. And when he charges, he uses his initiative, which is initiative uh, five. And because Emperor's children, it goes up to six. And, On the charge, right? Yeah, I think so. And then in a challenge, it gets up another to seven. <laughs> and then he has. Uh, no, I guess that's it, yeah. Because he has also the Sonic Shriekers, but that gives him plus weapon skill, I think. Or reduces the weapon skill. I don't know. He's, he's, he's really fun to play with, because, I mean, instead of bringing the standard Praetor with power, Paragon Blade and blah, 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 you have this yeah. guy, which is kind of... You know, you have to balance it. Like, a Thunderhammer is always good, but you really want the charge, so you can just, you know, smash yeah. the enemy Praetor before he can hit back. And even, you know, I brought him once against... Uh, uh, Jonathan, who played uh, Iron Hands with a with a normal Praetor with with just a Thunder Hammer, but he had a Cyber Familiar, and I charged him, and you know, and I battered <laughs> him with my freaking uh, Thunder Hammer, but he made all the vulnerable saves, <laughs> and then he just hit back, and you know, I don't have uh, Eternal Warrior, so Island was just splashed. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, it was it was fun to watch, but ah, damn it. Uh, so he's cool. He's cool. He has the Death sh- Scream, which is a small template strength to. Assault one, rending, pinning one use. Whoa. I don't know. I, I try to use it every now and then, but I don't think it's really really that good. <laughs> Maybe if you cover a whole squad. I don't know. I, I usually do it just so I can like make a little hee-hee scream <laughs> at, at the actual game. 
<laughs> I think you need to do something. Uh, so he's a traitor, of course. Then we also have Captain Soltarwitz. Which oh, is nice. the loyalist. Yeah, the loyalist. I haven't seen that many loyalist special characters. And there's not, not a lot of like uh, loyalist factions that, that have them. Like, Bodians don't have them. Space Wolves didn't have I don't know. Like, I don't know if they have one. Uh, so, no, no special character. Dark Angels, Bodians, Space Wolves, White Scars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a lot of legions. Yeah, and Sigismund from Imperial Fists, and uh, Salamander has this, uh, 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 what's it called, the librarian, the chaplain, chaplain guy. Oh, okay. And Ravenguard has Maun, Maun, Maoni guy. (laughs) He's always moaning. Uh, come here, come here. <laughs> so he's just uh, like, like a buff so character, just letting people distract. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I, I heard of a lot of people bringing him. Yeah, uh, and then what other legions? Like Iron Hands and who else? I think uh, isn't there uh, Salamander's dreadnoughts? Oh yeah, so that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I don't know how good it is, but I mean, the idea that you can actually bring now an entire army just of Dreadnoughts is so fucking cool. <laughs> because there is a right, right? <laughs> a right of war. Yeah. Let's Am I right? Only Dreadnoughts. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like, number two, I would say, I would think more. He's a pretty badass guy. Mm-hmm. He's a beat sick, and he buffs a unit. The total badass. Like, and, and a fluff as well. He slings a fucking moon on the planet. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's pretty, pretty radical. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty badass. Like you know, you know, you're dealing with some some crazy guy when he starts flinging moons at you. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, should have taken the hint. He's must <laughs> be crazy. <laughs> and then, what, what legions am I missing? Darkness, Bloodings, uh, Ultramarines. Uh, they, they don't have, really uh, have any. No, they don't have any either. They have Remus Vincanus, and he so, sucks. Darkness, Bloodings, White Scars, Space Wolves, Ultramarines, Iron Hands, Ravenguard, Salamanders, and then there's one Legion more. Isn't there? Yeah. There's one Legion more. Which, which Legion? Oh, Imperial Fist. Yeah, we already covered oh. it. Yeah, so there's yeah. not a lot. To po- pick Pollux from. is Pollux is pretty good too, right? Yeah, but I don't know. Does in he Shadow have Sigismund. Yeah, I just want to say Shadow Medicine. Like, I'm yeah. a bit biased because I'm an Iron Hands player and I like the team of Shadow Legions. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really cool that he lets you take another Legions right of war. Mm. Yeah, and, and he's some... also a cool guy in the fluff. We have to check how it really works if you can bring like special units from other yeah. legions that are. I mean, yeah, I it's, if it's the leader of the shattered legions, why not? Yeah, we have weird makes to sense. Have like other legions units if you're not playing shattered legions. Yeah, that's true though. That's true. Maybe he always is. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah. So those are my top three: Sigismund, I'll take more, and uh, shattered medicine. The, yeah. the gorilla fighter. 
Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take my top three, I, which I, uh, you know, just made up right now. No, but uh, today I didn't take that much time into it. But I, I think actually I'm gonna put uh, at third place Malagurst, the Twisted, yeah. the, the you know, the bearer of the eye, the cool guy and a good character. Yeah, I think so. And uh, because because there's a lot of cool trader guys that are good in close combat, but I think. For a really good named character, they have to change the entire army, the way the army plays somehow, have a buff. And uh, Malagurst allows both veteran tactical squads and Re Horus, uh, Sons of Horus Reaver squads to be taken as troop choices. That's, that's really cool. So you can yeah. make a very themed army around him. And I like the idea of having just veterans, you know, like Pride of the Legion, you have veterans and Terminators, but just lots of power armored elite guys veterans yeah, and the, reavers that's the <laughs> thing about this is that you can make like a a drop assault list but with like Ooh. elite troops yeah shit which is really cool yeah because uh is he yeah he is master of the legion so you could take him and bring that right of war or something he also has some cool things he can like uh, uh where did i see this yeah he can he's counted as a scoring unit that's pretty badass Oh, nice. so you can put him with a non-scoring unit uh, and still be scoring. Yeah. yeah. Um, then just a pretty cool guy with a.
To the wrap up of this episode, and um, we're now we're gonna just go through some events, pretty much. Yeah, let's just uh, mention like the the closest events that's coming up in Sweden. Yeah, uh, so for all of you Swedes out there, yeah. us, uh, I posted to the the Facebook page, Thirty K Sweden, a list of all events this year. In our lovely long country. So coming up right now is Avariai in Malmo, twenty fifth of February. Twenty fifth, so that's uh, next weekend, I guess. Um. Yeah. 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 Yes, it is. And and a month after that, the twenty fifth of March to the twenty sixth of March, uh, I'm hosting an event in Kvelle. Oh yeah. So do come to that. And then in April there's the MKA and Godcon. Yeah. And, like events further off than that, you can go to the 30k Sweden page and check it out. It's really helpful. I I mean because it's such a problem where you have things like Lincoln and Scandus and uh Archer, you know, and you're uh, yeah. Like the yesterday evening I was, you know, I was reading and I was going to go to 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 sleep. And then suddenly, you know, I had this just because I just booked a trip with some friends um, to go abroad, and I was like, "Fuck, which weekend is that? Is that the same weekend as uh, Lincoln? Because it was in May." And you know, they were like, "Which weekend should we go?" And I was like, "I have no idea. I have nothing planned so far. Take, <laughs> take whatever you want." And I got you know all this like you know cold sweat uh, <laughs> running down my face, and like, "Oh, what have I done? Have I made a big mistake?" Uh, but uh, uh, it turned out it's not the same weekend, so whew, can still play some heresy. Yeah, I think it's just nice to have them all listed so you can see, like in relation to each other, like when everything is happening. Yeah, it's also like a good motivation when you're like, oh, it's crappy weather outside. You have to go to work, you know, in the manufactorum <laughs> or something. 
and it's just sad. But then you're just like, oh, look at the bright side. What's coming up in the future? Oh, in two weeks, there's another event. Oh, that's cool. Or maybe like the other way, like, oh, in two weeks, it's the event I have to paint off my army. Fuck. Yep. But uh, now we're really interested. Uh, tell us about your event. It's called the Skirmish in Scaraburg. Scaraburg? That sounds very 40k. 30K, I mean. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's the, a gothification of Scaraboy. Mm. Pretty much. Which is the, cool, the, ar- but... the area where your city is in. Right? Yes. Berg is always a cool, cool word. So. Chuck that in. Replace the K with a C. And you got yourself a cool name. Yeah. So we'll be playing the 25th to the 26th. Mm-hmm. And if people want to come on the Friday of the 24th and play, then that's also totally okay. Because we will be there. Mm. And then on the 25th, we'll have like uh, open warfare. Like 2,500 points games and a game mode that I've come up with that I hope will work. Out fine. Yeah? How, how um, many games? Uh, three games on the Saturday. That sounds good. I mean, that should be plenty of time to finish, I think. Yeah. Um, and then the 26th, we'll be having some... Like, it's not all clear yet what we'll, we'll be doing, but we'll definitely be playing Heresy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some big games, like 2 versus 2, or things yeah. like that? And maybe some... Uh, uh, like narrative, some mortalis or something. Oh yeah. We'll will there will there be some mortalis on the Saturday as well? Or yes. Okay, so you should ba- bring a list for that too. Yes. Okay. Cool. 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 One two thousand five hundred points and one twelve hundred fifty points. Yeah. Ah, I want to paint something new for that. Like every every event, I think it's fun to bring some kind of new unit to mix it up a bit. Yeah. So I never learn how to master my army. <laughs> uh, but nothing else like, uh, will you allow all kinds of rights of war or not Leviathan maybe, but... Uh, 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 I don't know. <laughs> like, You're just hoping that people won't be dicks. And <laughs> yeah, just hoping for the good of humanity on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but not, nothing like, uh, it won't be... Shadow Wars or something like that. It, it just yeah, good good games, good old games. Yeah, w- uh, we'll see. Like it's a uh, the the kind of uh, game system that I want to use is that you have these six tables, yeah. But then you kind of fight for of control of those tables, so that like you if you decide in the beginning which army is attacking which table, mm-hmm. and then like you won't know what enemy you're facing because they also like shows like all right that table looks good for my tanks because it's open so i'm gonna attack there ah, yeah, yeah and you might face something totally random and yeah. then like if you win that battle then you will stay at that table later mm. and you will have to defend it ah oh, yeah it's, it, it all comes back to me now when you say it yeah yeah so and then you get points equal to how many times you won on that table so like mm. it doesn't like you can't just take the table; you have to hold it against counterattacks later. Yeah. And then, like, you first play against someone, and they lose against you. 
then they can switch with someone else that might be more suited to attacking you. Oh, yeah. Would. There will be a constant, like, uh, evolution of armies trying to attack each other. Yeah, so yeah, I thought that that would kind of simulate like uh, a battle line. Yeah. Like, first you just clash with some random enemy, and then you must hold the line and like hold it against counterattacks, and then the enemy tries to move up, move around their reserves hmm. and their units to find like weak spots in the the enemy lines. Yeah, and with only yeah, I mean that would be really cool. Uh, breaking, trying to break through the line. Yeah. Uh, will Will these points mainly be from the first, from the I mean, from the Saturday, like those three games, or will there also be points from the from the Sunday? I haven't really figured that out yet. I yeah. m- might be doing like two separate, uh, kind of two separate events in the same event. Yeah, yeah. Because it's kind of hard to. Because that's like the the main battle, and if we want to do like skirmishes and summertallist stuff, it's kind of hard to convert those into points that would affect like the the main yeah. battle. Yeah, you can have like uh, a winner on the first day and a winner on the second day, or something. Yeah, exactly. Or if we we would even have winners on the second day, or that would be just two versus two and summertallist and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. But Saturday is pretty much planned out. Yeah, sounds cool. Well, uh, do you have plans for like any prizes and stuff? Is it like a team challenge or? Uh, yeah, like we haven't made prizes. I was thinking of because uh, we had this uh, uh, kill team tournament here yeah. for forty k yeah. a while ago, and I made this statue for it. Uh, so. Yeah, that's so things. that's nice. Something you can like. Uh, they can also go. You know, each year. One, you know, you one team wins or something, and they can add their name to it or something. Uh, yeah, the the, the thing I made for the killing turn was like, uh, um, I mean, who was the guy who can the top of join? Yeah, like he's on his base and yeah. it's magnetized. You can take him off from the trophy and use him. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think you should do something like that. Yeah. Um yeah, so that's that's my event and that's the, the events that are coming up. Yeah. Uh, look it up on Swedish thirty K on Facebook. Yeah. I don't know. I think d- does Linus up in the north have something more planned also? I don't know. He had his uh, event in January. Yeah. Sounded like he was planning a uh, follow up on that or something. But Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard any specifics yet. It didn't say anything on their latest episode. No, I will. We'll see. We'll see what happens uh, in yeah. the future. The future is bright for heresy. Yeah. And um, if you have any questions uh, for us or any topics that you want us to to speak about, to ramble about, like uh, I don't know, uh, which type of guinea pig should I get? It's uh, not dangerous for my kids. Or which legion should I start with? I have no idea. Or uh, which legion would would beat your dad's legion? My my dad's <laughs> legion would beat your dad's legion. Uh, send us an email email at don't lose your head. Pod. Gmail or don't don't lose, oh. your, don't lose your head pod. Okay. Gmail. We haven't received a single email yet. Fuck. Bummed out. 
I'm going to start yeah. writing emails from secret uh, mail address. I'll make yeah. mail addresses and be yeah. like, yeah. Ask my mom to write me emails on my podcast <laughs> email. Please, mom. <laughs> what is a Horus heresy? <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfectly good question. And remember, lose with double uh, O. Yeah. yeah. Shitty Nordic spelling. No, it's the way it's supposed to be spelled. I sent a, a, a letter to the to the British. I don't know. Yeah, to the Oxford the Dictionary. No, to the Queen. Straight to the Queen. <laughs> she decides, and the rest will follow. Maybe not the Americans because that they're speaking American English. But what uh, what apps? <laughs> All right, that's what we had to offer you guys this episode. Yeah, thanks so much for listening. And remember, don't lose your head. Good night, everybody. Good night for us. I don't know, maybe listen to this in the middle of the day and whatever. Goodbye. God, God damn it, I got this awesome outro. <laughs> don't ruin it, Nicholas. <laughs> Just say bye. <laughs> bye, Goodbye, bye. everyone.